0: Coming up today, we're going to do a follow-up on the Disney Genie that was released, as well as some other news. This is next on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to episode 326. My name is John. I am hosting this episode, and I am joined, as always, by Adam
1: what's up everybody
2: and jason hello everyone we're back for yet another week i'm excited to be here i did not upgrade though to the plus edition of the podcast this week i'm gonna just go via standby lines for each of these new stories is that all right with everybody here no that, that, that works
0: i mean work for me, I, I would probably be in standby depends depends on the story
2: Oh, I, I will pay to get to the front of the line if we do any Bash Chapek stories. Is that okay? I'll do the lightning. I'll do the lightning link for those.
0: Well, I think every uh, episode involves bashing Chapek now, at some point. Oh,
2: okay. Gotcha. Or at least That's
0: mentioning fun. him. Those are the so, tier one stories. Yeah. Right, the tier ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I thought this week we would kind of start off and get the more informative, I guess we'll say, type stories out of the way. So we can open ourselves up for discussion on some of the the better ones. Although this week, obviously not as exciting as last week's was. Infuriating. Oh.
2: Yeah. I think we spent an hour talking about Genie last week. I mean, it was a lot to digest. So, yeah.
0: Why don't we start by getting, like I said, some Disney Plus out of the way. There's going to be some releases mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. up in September. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to go through all of it because most of it is not stuff that Exciting. I got to be honest. Yeah. I mean, well, just, well, I guess, I guess since I said that, I'm going to have to give at least an example. So for September the 1st, Wednesday, we have things called like Alaska Animal Rescue season two. I didn't even know there was a season one. Anyone else here feel that same way? Yeah. Didn't know. Uh, Caesar Millen or Milan, the Caesar better human, better dog. Yeah. Chippendale Park Life. I'm not entirely sure what that is. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Doug Day's Marvel Studios Legends Monsters at Work. Of course, we've heard of the Turner and Hooch remake that they were going to do. And then What If? Episode 104. So, um, yeah. See, so that's just an example of one day and most of that stuff I either have not heard of or I'm not even sure what it
2: is. (laughs) How many of the uh, stars of these various films are going to complain about uh, being released on Disney plus for no extra charge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) These probably none because they probably got a nice contract up front. (laughs) Right. I I was looking at this one September 3rd, dark Phoenix. Isn't that the X-Men movie or am I thinking of something else?
2: It sounds like it could be an X-Men movie.
0: Yeah, they're adding to it.
2: Yeah, good.
1: the X-Men. The, the Dark Phoenix is X-Men, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was thinking I had seen that before, but I couldn't remember. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. So I know the movie Tomorrowland, which was I thought was pretty good. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but it's gonna be added to Disney Plus. I fell asleep halfway through that movie. Oh really? Not that exciting to me. Okay. Now Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, they're finally adding that one to the lineup. I guess, whatever contracts they had otherwise finally ran out.
2: So not to promote uh, too many other things, but I don't know if you guys follow Screen Rant, the pitch shows on YouTube where Ryan George, this guy does the movie pitches, you know, Mm -hmm. and he just sort of did a few of the recently, some of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and they're pretty funny on how he does the the pitch meetings for those. I've Uh, seen the Star Wars ones. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty funny. Like he calls out a lot of the inconsistencies in those pirate movies. He's like, yeah, we're just going to lean into the magic here. Because <laughs> there's that part where Will Turner can't come on land. Um, and they're like, even though 10 minutes ago, we just saw that Davy Jones can stand on land if as long as he's in a bucket of water. But, you know, whatever. We'll just do more <laughs> of that fact. <laughs> right. If- it, those movies just got progressively
0: sillier. Some things.
1: That's true. The first one really is the best.
0: It's, it's it's, still, just like some of the stuff you could nitpick about Star Wars, you can't take it too seriously.
2: Oh, you definitely can't take Pirates of the Caribbean seriously. like If you yeah. care anything about physics, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking
1: of, I actually want to watch those again. I do want to go through them.
2: Now, I'm going to say I like those movies. Those movies, I still enjoy them, even though they're silly. I still enjoy all yeah. of them for whatever reason.
1: But still, first one's the best. The second one's okay. Third one's weird. Fourth one and yeah. fifth one are, you know, silly. But there's moments that are
0: good in all of them. So, anyway. So, that's kind of the somewhat, in my mind, disappointing <laughs> releases. To yeah. Plus, to I forgot. Did we uh,
1: talk about that behind the attraction thing? Did you guys watch those episodes?
2: I have not watched them. Um, you gave me I a have. poor review in text, so I didn't even bother.
1: Oh, okay. I couldn't remember when we talked about that. This wasn't
2: on the show. You texted me that you you didn't enjoy it as much.
1: I mean, they're okay, but they're not as in-depth as I would like for it to be. Right. (laughs) They're kind of, for a younger audience, silly, quick cuts, and the narrative is a little lacking. I want like a Ken Burns documentary on oh. every attraction that's like seventeen hours long. That's what I want. But what, what's that Ken like,
2: Burns documentary going to look like when we when we get older? And then there was the Bob Chapik era. Yeah. And then they play a little bit of violin music in the background. <laughs> a little letter from Chapik to tomorrow. If I don't see some cuts by this time tomorrow, yeah, <laughs> you're out of here.
1: Yeah, it was a sad time. And then they'll have like Joe already talk about. Yeah, I was forced to retire, and even though I was finishing a second private island for Disney Cruise
0: Line.
2: Yeah, what's been the like? Is that still happening? I haven't heard any mention of the. uh the Yeah, second it's not been in the
0: news very much lately. No, hopefully I mean, it it's gotta it's gotta still be happening. I think the Wish just when the Wish is supposed to be ready by the time the Wish sails. So well, that's probably not going to
2: happen. Yet. I mean, I don't think <laughs> Tron will be ready by the time the Wish sails.
0: Uh, let's see, the wish is scheduled for June of next year, right? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. We all yeah, have we'll to stay. wish for a second island. You have to wish. You have to wish really hard. You have to wish upon I a mean, star. I mean, I've
2: been seeing the mm-hmm. the photos. I've seen a few folks on uh, Twitter that have been back on the dream and have been to Castaway Key and
0: mm, looks as it looks pretty as ever. Well, since you mentioned the cruise line, they did just recently announce the, I guess we can call it mandate uh, for vaccines mm-hmm. on Disney right. Cruise right. Line. For anyone twelve and up,
2: yeah, I think this is on the heels of the fact that the FDA has given full approval to the vaccine. Um, so yes, these almost. mandates are are just coming around everywhere because that's how it is. The Pfizer vaccine. Yeah, I think one, uh, I one of my uh, friends on my uh, feed this week posted. You know, even dogs have to get their shots to play with other dogs. So, are you better than a dog? <laughs> I,
0: I'm not, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I mean, some maybe. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So guess what else? This, this is some sort of major news that happened this week or since the last time we recorded, you know, that whole Disney resort hotels, uh, guests that are staying in a deluxe villa or deluxe resort are going to get to have the extended evening hours. Yes. Well, the schedule, the beginning schedule for this perk has now been released. Ooh, tell us. And so we have current dates. We have dates of October the 4th, 11th, 18th, 25th, November the uh, October the 27th, and November the 1st, and November the 3rd all have dates. These are all Mondays and Wednesdays, by the way, involving Epcot and Magic Kingdom. So October the 4th was Epcot 10 to midnight. The 6th was Magic Kingdom 9 to 11. And they kind of alternate, so they basically... Those dates that I just gave, whatever night, the first night, like I started with Epcot, the next time you see it, it's Magic Kingdom. So, it's and like vice once versa. a week? Two nights a week that they're going to. Two
2: nights a week? Do it.
0: Yeah, Mondays and Wednesdays.
1: So, if you're a weekender, like I usually do, you're out.
0: <laughs> yep. Epcot's going to midnight. and Magic Kingdom is going to 11. That's kind of interesting because I don't think that's ever been like Epcot being later than yeah, Magic Kingdom. More.
2: Can they not do some math? I mean, if you leave Magic Kingdom open to two a.m., do people not spend a ton at Casey's mm. Hot Dogs like all throughout the night? I feel like they just should be raking the money in. Doing all nighter. What yeah. year is the last time they did like a twenty-four hour park day? When was the last time they did that? It's
1: probably like twenty sixteen, seventeen, somewhere in there.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say it's when they did the Memorial Day thing. Yeah, it was probably right
1: five years ago, four years ago. It's been a minute. forgot exactly when, but yeah.
0: I I think they probably figured that that whole thing was very much like a novelty thing. It wasn't meant to last long term. I mean, it's kind of cool to say you've been there at like, I don't know, like 5 a.m., I guess, or whatever. But it also probably wreaked havoc on their maintenance schedule. Yeah, for one day, though. Yeah, for one day. Those
2: guys that keep the people mover running.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) They put in an (laughs) all-nighter. <laughs> so they did also give a list of the attractions that will be available during these. Would you like to hear that yeah, list real quick? Just tell us.
2: Mm. I really want to make sure mermaids in there. It actually is. Yes.
0: Oh, okay,
1: good. Will Ariel be functioning? Sorry,
0: go ahead. Uh, no, that I don't know. Do you see of, that? You know, that's that's an, on a night to night basis. Yeah. It's a small world. Astro okay. Orbiter, Big okay. Thunder Mountain Railroad, Buzz Lightyear. Country Bear Jamboree, Dumbo, Haunted Mansion, Mad Tea Party, Filler Magic, Monsters, Inc., Peter Pan, Pirates, The Carousel, Mine Train, Space Mountain, Swiss Family Treehouse, Barnstormer, The Carpets of Aladdin, Pooh, Tomorrowland Speedway, made it in there, believe it or not, and Journey of the Little Mermaid, and Tiki Room. One of the attractions you were just talking about is Absent, People Mover. It was not listed. That makes sense. (laughs) So it's not in there. Matter of fact, most everything is in there.
2: I didn't hear rafts.
0: <laughs> no, that's another one. that's not rafts. Is not you on there.
1: You should do a night raft. Why don't they put lights on Tom Sawyer Island and just have you be able to go over there at night?
0: So most all attractions at Magic Kingdom are going to be open. Most. So Interesting. for those two hours.
2: And then at Epcot, you know, nothing's going to be open except the few things that are already open, right?
0: So we have, this is a short list, Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is interesting, Frozen Ever After, Grand Fiesta Tour, Mission Space, Soarin', Spaceship Earth, Test Trek, and uh, The Seas.
2: So no living with the land?
0: Does not appear to be so. That is interesting. Why would you have the pavilion open and only do sorin Go figure. I have no idea. The land's been down. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe living with the land is in limbo, and they just don't... <laughs> I don't yeah, know, maybe it's been, it's been closed. Is
2: Weird. the only show the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, is that the only one?
0: That's what it says. It didn't say the other show. That's the France show now? The... Yeah, it well, it alternates.
2: Did they say Ratatouille out there? I didn't hear that.
0: Not mentioned, yeah, and which is interesting because the ride will be open during the latter half. You would think it's got to be open. Yeah, it doesn't make but any sense. That's got to be included. It just wasn't. I think that's a oversight, so... This is, as there's, always, could be subject to change.
2: Right, they're gonna
0: keep it for Lightning Lane only during that time.
2: <laughs> it's oh my gosh! You know, miss. there's the, that's when we're gonna know they they really are just really gonna up. They're like, you get an extra two hours, but uh, Lightning Lane is still a thing. You're gonna stop to play. Yeah. right? But we'll lower it from 15 to $13 per All person. All right. So let's think about this. It's deluxe resort guest only for two hours. Right. Sure. I wonder what the theoretical max number of guests we're really talking about here is in the park. Because, you you know, not everybody's going to take advantage of it because, you know, people who have young kids aren't going to do this, most likely.
0: If you uh, are spending the kind of money you have to spend to stay in a deluxe resort, you're actually spending... That's two hours you're taking away from your resort time.
2: Um, right. I don't even know what the capacity, the total room capacity is in all the resorts. But I mean, deluxe resorts only, that's going to be pretty pretty light crowds. The problem is it's only two nights in a week. And they're only doing it uh,
0: during the week. Like we said, no no weekends. So that's only yeah. going to count for the people that are taking those week stays pretty much.
2: I mean, if, you, if they had one every night, right? If they had one every night and I had a week-long stay... I mean you're basically getting a 2 hour after hours event every night included with your deluxe resort. I would be more likely to consider a deluxe resort um if I knew like every night I was going to have two extra hours that was only deluxe guests, but if I'm only going to get it two nights out of my trip and even then I have to make sure I book a Monday and a Wednesday, it's not going to really motivate me I don't think to to upgrade.
0: You know, speaking of after-hour stuff, have we seen? I haven't noticed any. Have we seen any reports outside of that first night of them selling tickets to existing park guests? I saw another Uvesh? night
2: where it popped in, and they were doing same-day ticketing on-site. I saw one other day of that report um, where they put up the sign, but it doesn't seem now, to it, it doesn't seem to be every night. Right.
0: So I was just thinking, okay. If I am if I have this correct, you know, the Halloween party, you could actually just buy the tickets to the Halloween party without having to have regular admission. I think that's the same way with the Boobash, is it not? You don't have to have regular admission if you're just going to the party?
2: That is correct. correct. You yeah. do not have to buy regular admission. You can just do the Boobash. They're selling
0: tickets day of to people who have already purchased regular admission, and then they're going to have to pay the extra, what, 125 well, what How much was it? <laughs>
2: A lot. On top of that, if they want Depends to say. Depends on the
0: night, yeah. Yeah. So, and people are apparently doing it. <laughs> I, I'm guessing from the looks of it.
1: Would you pay $250 per person to go to the Christmas one?
0: Now, just to
2: be four. fair, that's only at the very yeah, the last, last two, two, two or
1: three. Last two or three.
2: But yeah, last no. Time. For a family of four, $1,000 for a like three, a four-hour four, hour party. Four-hour. Yeah. What's the cheapest? Like 140 or something like that. 130.
0: Unless yeah. they do something that I haven't already seen. No, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's shorter than the Christmas
1: party. You're getting the parade and the fireworks, but you're not getting everything else. And
2: it's not as long family of four. $1,000. <laughs> now I want to point out, I have not gone to six Flags here in Atlanta and in, in several years, but I was on their website the other day and I know six flags pales in comparison to Disney in almost every way, but I just thought it was funny because I was looking at their ticket prices, and you know what a VIP tour goes for <laughs> at Six Flags? They have a they haven't listed on their website. You want to take a guess?
1: Fifty bucks an hour. I don't know. One
2: hundred and fifty dollars per person per day for the day. <laughs> wow. And what for does the it include? Uh, they said there's both guided and unguided options. Basically, you get front of the line access to whatever you want to do, and I'm just like that is like the cost of a day ticket at Disney. I could go go do the ultimate. I could just do whatever that I wanted wow. at Six Flags.
0: So at Six Flags, you could go to the front of the line as many times as you wanted to for less than what will happen with Disney Genie for less than a four hour Christmas
2: party. Yeah,
0: yeah, that too. Wow, it <laughs> doesn't guarantee you any spot in the line. Except for hmm. your ability to get in the line, yeah, it's yeah. I get I get the pale in comparison, but still, I got actually have a pretty fun time at Six Flags for that hundred fifty dollars though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if saying. you
2: go and you I like know. if you want to ride those coasters and as much as you want, sure, you probably be yeah. sick to your stomach within like the first hour, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I thought I would look at right here. I just did like a Google search of Disney Genie just to kind of get how the headlines look Mm -hmm. (laughs) as far as how it's being received. Oh, yeah. Like one just says Disney Parks new Genie app helps you skip lines, but you'll have to pay. This one article says irate fans think Disney Genie debut is best Universal Studios commercial ever Hmm. is the headline. Disney kills FastPass for costly line skipping app. Disney is eliminating a beloved free perk at its U.S. theme parks, and uh, there's been several sites that have reported just how the dislikes, I guess, have been on their either video or yeah. article regarding
2: currently seventeen thousand dislikes <laughs> to one and a half thousand likes. And the uh, I was just looking the the most upvoted comment on the YouTube video is from someone named Michael Ferguson currently. And it says Disney needs to spend more time imagineering new rides and less time imagineering new fees.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Ah, I kind of agree with one thing that I heard regarding too much too soon, so to speak, as far as cost. Cause it was not that long ago that we got the astronomical price on the star cruiser. And then Disney Genie comes out with this, which was not the Disney Genie one. It was not as bad as we were thinking. Right. But still.
2: But we had prepared ourselves for the worst. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. We were kind of preparing for the worst, hoping for the best type deal. But people, I guess, who weren't prepared for this at all, or were hoping that Fast Pass would come back at some time, were completely, I guess, blindsided. And here's the thing. A lot of people were just now getting to where they understood there were still a lot that didn't that understood how to take advantage of FastPass Plus and it's like, oh well, it's gone.
2: <laughs> well, know? I mean, you know how ubiquitous FastPass is, and you're not gonna get people to stop saying it. You know, anytime I talk to people who have even a passing knowledge of Disney, maybe they've never even been, they're like, Oh, how do you get in front of the line? Do you how do you get all those fast passes? Like fast pass is a is an, a universal yeah. term, you know. Uh, they they had a good branding. I even saw, you know, I'm just going to see be so sad about how when they rebrand it. Like think about, I saw a a, a picture you know, like the queues in animal kingdom and how like, it's like the fast pass line has a sign that's themed. It's well themed. It blends right in with the rest. And you know, they're just going to slap a lightning McQueen right at the top of the entrance to Kilimanjaro safaris. And it's just going to say lightning lane and it's not going to be themed anymore. They're just going to ruin all thematic integrity uh, as well.
0: As I mentioned in my trip report from uh, Sesame place a while back what is it? I, the nice, yeah. about the first ride that we went the to the front line. Fast they have fast, fast, fast Pass. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, they have Fast Pass. I was like, oh, really? Is that what you call it here? Right. But
1: see, I everyone had... just adopted it, or it's just Disney. And, and I just want to
2: point out, the other thing we meant didn't mention is the fact that there's the Magical Express. So, like, the prices came out for that, and a round trip on the Mirrors Express, which is going to replace, or Mirrors Connect, or whatever it's mm. called, that's going to replace the Magical Express will be per adult and $27 per child round trip. So if you take yep. a family of four and you fly in, you're talking sixty-four dollars for the adults, fifty-four for the kids. You're you're adding another $118 to your trip for a service that was free and included in yeah. the past. And in and, and Mears Connect is also going to offer for you're up to your first four passengers, it's 200 dollars an additional $55 per passenger if you want the premium level of service, which is a direct yeah. service with limited to no wait time. Yeah. And so you can you can also just pay like i guess that's minivan level of prices to just go sh- straight to the and i think they were mentioning this like to if you took the vacation in 2019 and you take the right, same yeah. vacation now the you would it like you fly in you're talking another hundred and something bucks for this right parking like, parking uh, at, at your hotel at your resort i mean it's just thing after thing after thing where you're paying more for less not even the same experience but a worse experience right they've cut all the entertainment i saw someone on twitter try to come in and be like they have uh they've had a rough few quarters and they have to cut they were cutting entertainment long before this even happened and they aren't yeah. bringing it back and they're bringing back like crap replacements that's it it's really sad. I really hope they just get rid of Chapik when his, uh, contracts up. I think, you know, we, he is, he, he is just the worst. Mr. Slacks and Dags. That's my lightning lane for the the day right there. <laughs> Mr. Chapik's oh, wild know. ride. I would like off. We <laughs>
0: knew we were going to get it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you were speaking about entertainment. Uh, what do we think about the whole DJ thing that had been showing? Oh,
2: up? Oh, Lord. <laughs> There's yeah. this, this is a very this is a very it's like speaking of Six Flags, subject. <laughs> touchy subject because <laughs> there was a lot of outrage and then there's a lot of outrage about what happened at the end, right? So like there's outrage on both sides on this one.
0: That was a very seemingly cheap. It's something you'd see at your local carnival, I think. So they replaced the kiss goodnight, right?
2: Yeah, it was a plainclothes DJ mm-hmm. on the top floor of the train station yep. after the fireworks. Giving an uh, announcement. was like playing like party in the USA and giving yeah. the announcements. It's like, what's up, everybody? Welcome, you know. Yeah. And it's just like not there at all. And you know, it went up on social media, and everybody flipped out on it. Right. It happened again. I think at least one, a few more nights, and then Disney pulls the DJ right before he's about to go on, based on what we had presumed to be the backlash. And now there's a equally vehement set of folks on Twitter, for instance, that are upset that the social media folks got this DJ fired. And I mean, yeah. I think the thing is, is like right. that DJ probably had a spot somewhere at Disney World and they should keep him and they should put him somewhere that makes Move sense. Move him around, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. but that was pathetic as like a Band-Aid. Right. Like, how much yeah. does it cost to put the kiss good night up? Like, it doesn't even cost right. anything. Just
0: right, it's just play a recording, yeah. I was about to say, there is no way that they pulled him last minute and he still didn't get paid something. <laughs> All I can say but is he's that not going to get, get to keep so, doing it. No, he's not going to get to keep doing it, but still. He got paid for doing nothing that yeah. night.
1: If anyone is driving a red Buick LeSabre, <laughs> you left your headlights on in the yeah. parking lot.
2: Right. You're yes. in the uh the Genie parking. Genie parking. Yes. Sorry, there is no tram service. I'm sorry. That's yes. still not. We'll have to walk
1: back now. The, yes. the
2: fact that they still don't have tram service. My <laughs> lord. Is Buick even still making the sabers? I don't know. I just
0: <laughs> Well, I I think the tram service though is probably cast member related, right? Like they don't have enough.
2: Uh, they're just waiting to still. figure out how to charge for it
0: well I I, I I say that because it was not that long ago that we did see that there were hiring for that so yeah
1: the express tram saw. to the front of the ttc
0: I or
2: mean, you can walk oh man yeah no like play the so i mean a lot of the points were like remember the citizens of main street like what happened to them like
1: right they used to have a mayor and
2: <laughs> yeah. some
0: other folks yeah although i enjoyed citizens of hollywood much more yeah, they were yes, so.
2: they've used DJs and like Tomorrowland and things like that. It's just like I think it would have ruined a little bit of the integrity the thematic stuff for me too. Uh if I literally just saw Happily Ever After, the music ends and I turn around and it's like party in the USA as I'm walking out <laughs> the door. Like I would I would rather have Mickey wave me out or Have the Dapper Dan sing me a song or something, you know?
1: Especially Uh, on Main Street, where the theme is turn of the century America, you know. Party in the USA makes sense. Yeah, it does. A hundred years later. Miley (laughs) Cyrus
0: is a Disney alum, a very proud Disney alum, right? She was around in 1900. Product that Mm -hmm. is a success story, right? Sure.
2: I mean, if they really want (laughs) some cheap entertainment, just... Get Bob Chapik out there and let us boo him as we walk out the door.
1: Uh, Just put a cardboard yeah. cutout of him up there and we can throw uh, stuff at it. I'm sorry.
0: That would too. draw a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. It's like in Buzz Lightyear, we have a new Chapik target. <laughs> ah, that would be, <laughs> it'd be the most hit target in the uh, <laughs> game. Uh, all right. So we did hear a little bit of something earlier today. Regarding Ratatouille and the boarding groups, okay, about them being available at seven a.m. and one p.m., and uh, which is exactly like Rise of the Resistance will most likely run out quickly. I, you know, I don't know. Do we think that that's gonna? It's probably not going to be able to sustain the running out quickly as long as Rise has. I mean, right? I would think not.
2: I mean, Rise isn't running out quickly right now.
0: Yeah, no, it's not. Of course, nobody's there at all. That's part of the reason.
2: But, I mean, yeah. I, this this kind of puts a damper on the challenge, right? Because now you can't really get both at the same time, so you really are going to have to rely on getting one of them early and getting the ride done before the 1 p.m. drop. Yeah. Or I guess no. you have to hope it's open at 2, because you actually can't pull it at 1 p.m. because of the...
1: The park hopping,
2: right? Yeah, how is that even going to work?
1: Unless you can stand outside the International Gateway by
0: one and just hope that you're close enough. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> the boarding group thing is not going to last. Not for Ratatouille.
1: Unless you I have mean, to tap in. It's going to be very short,
0: short-lived. short I mean, I, I can't well, see it happening any other way.
1: They can make it last as long as they want it to.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, they can make it last as long as Just control they want the, the too, line but, in that way
2: how much you want to bet that the first day the genie plus rolls out, it's going to sell out within like seconds, but it's going to be driven by all these vloggers and bloggers that are just trying to like testing it out. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then like within three three days it won't, it won't be selling like we would, they would hope like, I think like day one, they're going to be popping champagne. Bob's going to be measuring his, he's going to be like, oh, maybe a third jacuzzi is what I need. (laughs) he's like how many jacuzzis does uh does uh the beach club have i need more than that i need more jacuzzis than the beach club right
0: how many did bob Iger have
1: let me make sure i got more than him
0: (laughs) maybe bob chapik is trying to make uh, himself a significant amount of money in these two years and then he doesn't care what (laughs) happens after that
2: i Uh, i just I i think he just doesn't like and what's sad is that he came up through the parks and resorts yeah. area. Like it's not like he's like man. came came in and he's like, you know, disconnected from like the whole idea of parks and resorts. That was how he rose up through the company is by well, just gutting the parks. He's like, my thing is I'm going to run parks and gut them and they're like, "You, sir, you should run everything."
0: Profits the guy who rescued Disney was an outsider. Just saying.
1: Maybe we should get another one. Really? Yeah. Do we want, do we think tomorrow is just going to be turned to the dark side before he has a chance to lead because he's under Chapek?
0: I think they would probably benefit, truthfully, once again, like they did with Eisner. Eisner was an outsider. That's the one I'm talking about, folks, just in case you yeah. didn't figure it out. I think they would benefit from getting someone who is. Let's say doing well for either the competition or is an up and comer in another company. That sort of thing. It's probably going to be what works best, but it's also probably not what they're going to do. That's just a, that's not. They're they're operating like just about like college football does most of the time. They they want somebody who's had a connection to the program, or they were under their they worked with our previous guy or something like that. Whenever they get a coach, very rarely do they want to go out and take a risk on an
2: outsider. And I've heard that's how they hire for most things at Disney is they don't really hire uh, a lot of external. They they like to hire from within for a lot of folks. Yeah. They want you to come in and work your way up. Which don't.
0: Yeah. But don't get me wrong. It is nice to reward the people who have been there long term. But, you know, it's not always the case. sometimes Fresh there's ideas. Yes. Sometimes there's something new that's needed. Fresh blood is needed sometimes. And I'm not talking about Chapek's sacrifices.
2: I think they should have Scarlett Johansson <laughs> uh, be the next CEO of Disney. Because. <laughs> yeah. Sure. There's the peace offering. Right. Right. Colin Jost.
0: <laughs>
1: Although he works for Comcast, so can NBC Universal. You know, uh, the, yes. we're talking about Eisner, though. I was re- you know, re- I've been reading this book on Disneyland, and there's so many things that he was going to do in the 90s that never happened, like the. Disney America Park in Virginia, Disney Sea was supposed to be out in California on the coast. Westcott. those all right. these big he had, plans he had, none yeah. of them happened, except California yeah, yeah. Adventure, which was fantastic. Right when it opened, Not when it started, <laughs> yeah. So,
0: well, all those grand ideas and California Adventure is what we got. Yeah. That was it. Truthfully, well, I mean, if you notice most of the ideas, even though there were some good ones that did come out of it, like even the stuff that did come to life got scaled back or scaled down, yeah. especially after the Euro-Disney disaster. <laughs> I mean, a lot of stuff got scaled yeah, back. Yeah, just think that, of how,
2: sure. much, how much better the Eisner era could have been if that was successful. Like
0: oh, they yeah, they would have had more lot. money to make stuff better, I'm sure. But really, to me, it's kind of impressive what they did with – the little that they had to work with truthfully because I mean I I enjoyed most everything they did
2: I think a lot of the appeal of those Disney eras is they were really creative with their engineering and it's just like you're impressed with what they were able to do with the resources they have and nowadays we're becoming underwhelmed by what they're able to achieve with the resources that they have because they could they could be innovative but every innovative idea is just you know, right now being cut back to a little bit less. And that's what we would like to see is some of that just innovation. You know, Rise of the Resistance was innovative. It was it was pretty spectacular. But mm. the rumors we're hearing, I think this is on your list of things to talk about, with the uh, Splash Mountain remake with Princess Tiana. They're really hyping it, and they're talking about how they're going to have all this great stuff. But supposedly, behind the scenes, the budget cuts are like, yeah, we're not going to do that many animatronics right. like it's right. going to be a shell of itself it's it's it, it it's going to be rough and like they're not going to do that attraction justice because they they're just being cheap Don't want it's it. Work, yeah.
0: you know initially the idea was well we've got to replace it because of the history of what it's based on right so they wanted to get Which. that done as quickly as they could But is it worth it doing it just as quickly as you can if you're going to sacrifice the quality of the replacement? That's the question. I think that's the thing
2: that we've learned is they they were like, we're doing this quickly. And turns out that was a PR stunt because they hadn't started it. I mean, they're still in concept art for most of this stuff. Right. You know? So, I mean, with the speed that they're moving on everything else, I mean, we can expect to speed Princess and the Frog Mountain in like 2030. Like we were talking about, like we need to go say goodbye to Splash Mountain. We're going to be saying, like, we might say hello to Tron barely before we even hear anything about yeah. Splash Mountain. It takes them like six years to put up a ride these days. Right.
0: Yeah. And that yeah. was turned out to be a pretty effective, like, merchandise selling stunt um, whenever they announced that, else, but, <laughs> that yeah, people were buying that. up the Splash Mountain stuff. Yeah. yeah. That may have been all that that was like, meant to do they were say, oh, "You know, what? we got some extra Splash Mountain merchandise. I don't know how to get rid of it. Let's announce it as closing."
1: <laughs> There'll probably be another Princess and the Frog movie before the ride gets updated. So,
2: by the way, um, pretty- since you since you mentioned Princess and the Frog, I didn't know if you guys saw the pictures of the play area, the Princess and the Frog playground, opened in Epcot. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did sort of like a half-baked job on some of it, but you know, I'm sure it's great fun at least. But it's-
0: it's we'll a playground. It couldn't have been too expensive, could it? It's fine. We'll take a look
2: at it when we go in uh, September. We've got we go. go. to hit up, up the play, play area. You, we, can go, we can go play, right? Or are we too old? Probably too old.
0: All right. Let's get a couple of quick ones in here. Foldaway beds are coming to Polynesian Village and Grand Floridian because they're popular in the other resorts. They're deciding to add them here. Right.
2: Yeah. Oh, the ones where it's a table that turns into a bed?
0: Yeah, but I, like right now it's a... The ones they're talking about, like, in, say, for instance, in a villa in Polly, you have the regular queen bed, then you have, like, a queen sleeper that comes out of the couch, and they're doing the fold-away kind, like... Yeah, well, well, you were saying it, so, like, like in
2: Pop... Like, in, in instance, Pop, yeah. and Art of Animation, and Art of... Uh, and, yep. and the new refurbished, you know, All-Stars uh, stuff.
1: You Except you'll have more room, like, you won't trip
0: over the bed as soon as you walk in the door if it's folded down. That is the one thing that's a good advantage with pop now, especially because you, that was a problem back in the day. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I think I may have mentioned this on the show. The only, the very first time we stayed at pop was also the time that I used Magical Express, right? When we got there, of course, we immediately went and went to a park. And so we come back later and, you know, they've brought the luggage to our room. So when I open the door, I don't think I can barely get the door open for you where get, the like luggage is sitting. Yeah, it's like you open the door and trip over the luggage. So yeah. It was pretty much all sitting right there.
1: With a stroller, it's hard to get out out of those rooms because you have to maneuver back the stroller up, hold the door open, you know, have the angle yeah, to try. Right. Yeah, I had it's I struggled with that even I struggled with
0: that with the mermaid rooms.
1: Yeah, oh definitely. <laughs>
0: it's just hard. Yeah. Anyway. So the uh, brand new Steakhouse 71 is the name that they're calling it, which is kind of weird. I don't know what that reference is per se. It's going to replace the wave.
1: So it's like Steakhouse 55 at Disneyland uh, Disneyland
0: Hotel. Yes, but they're putting it in the Contemporary, I guess because the Contemporary was one of the first hotels. Yeah, so that's the reference there.
1: I guess it's like Steakhouse 55.
0: So it sounds. It doesn't sound like with that that it's going to be anything incredible.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm like, can't you get a really good steak upstairs at California Grill? So why are we trying to reinvent that? <laughs> are they just going to redo the California Grill menu and move the steaks downstairs?
0: I don't know. And uh, they're, they're just going to flip <laughs> Breakfast is now upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I don't entirely get that. No, not not at all. I do like
1: the logo though. The logo looks cool. If you haven't seen oh, it, yeah.
0: I'm not sure. I think we might have mentioned this yet. When we were, I know we were talking about Disney genie earlier that you can purchase it at midnight the night before. Mm-hmm. Not during the time when you're going to be there, Jason, but a recent update to park hours says that happily ever after has been scheduled for an eight fifteen on September 11th, but that's oh, not that's during great. the time when you guys are going to be there. <laughs> Is it going to be showing at all when you're there?
2: Uh, yes, it will be. We, we That's one of yeah. the reasons I've decided that uh, I'm going to get my it. Ratatouille preview um, and I'm going to get my happily ever after goodbye. And then I'm going to maybe uh, I'm going to try to embrace the magic. I know you had a good time last time you were there. I'm going to try to enjoy it. I may do like a I've been I've been debating uh, ditching Adam and his family on Saturday. Mm hmm. And doing a like partial day run with my son because he keeps wanting to run the challenge. I'm thinking maybe we just see how long it takes us to ride everything at Magic Kingdom, or until he just yeah. taps out.
0: I mean, you can just have fun with it, trying to see what you can do. Yeah, we you can, know. yeah.
2: yeah. like I, because I yeah. I don't want to run a whole day because you know he's six, and also I I want us to watch happily ever after on Saturday, so I don't want yeah. to be out all day. So I don't even know if I'd register it as an official run unless he really wants to. But like, even if we did the points challenge, even if we just did all of Magic Kingdom to make it official, I would have to take us to the other three parks and ride at least one ride yeah. at every park in order to make it an official, official points. Anyway, just think about the non Disney guests, right? Books, a trip, three, four days. They don't come to Disney very often. They show up yeah. at their hotel, and they're like, where should we go tomorrow? And they're like, do you have a park reservation? They're like, how do I do that? Okay. Mm. They get a park reservation. They show up. They're at Hollywood Studios. They walk up to Rise of the Resistance, and they say, how do I get on this ride? They're like, you already missed your chance. Yeah, You could you could pay to get on. <laughs> they're like, well, how do I do that? You got to download this app. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. We every day trying to. Yeah. And, and, and it's just going to make it so it's making it worse for them too. Like, I think the whole idea, the whole sales pitches are like the average, you know, we might hurt a few of these folks that come all the time, but the average guest is going to have a better yeah. time because they get to do what they want. But it's just really complicated. And you're like, okay, which part do I reserve? Okay, now I've got to get my boarding groups. I also need to get my. Like max pass, and I need to get my paid passes. It's just too much.
1: It's almost like you need a travel agent to help guide you through before you get there, and then
0: can help. I mean, yeah,
2: you need a travel. Like, if you don't have a travel agent and you're not an expert, you're gonna suffer at Disney World.
0: You know, I really wish they would have. I really wish they would at least tried out first in this era, like unlocking the old fast pass system, but just making it same day. Um yeah. and just make you let you do one at a time. That would have been Yeah. That's bad. MaxPass.
2: That's MaxPass.
0: Well, I mean you don't have to pay for it though, what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> but even MaxPass was I mean, fine. Max Pass was twenty bucks upgrade, but Max MaxPass technically you could get the fast pass at the kiosk for free still. But MaxPass was worth the upgrade to be able to do it on your phone.
0: This also yeah, I don't think we mentioned this. This also means the paper fast pass are totally gone now with this. No All of the
2: fast pass kiosks are uncovered and uh, and back on for whatever reason. But yeah, I'm. I mean, I, I feel like it is the case that if you um, if you're going to go in this new era, it's confusing for us. And I feel like <laughs> we know a lot. Yeah. So like, and if you're if you're not an expert, you need a travel agent to figure this out. You absolutely right. do.
1: Um, and we just happen to have someone partnering with us. I call it our good neighbor.
2: A good neighbor, a good neighbor travel agent. Good neighbor travel agent.
1: And uh, we have someone specific. Her name is Jill Dilbeck. So if you want to book travel to Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, Universal Orlando, she can help you do that. And if you go to our website, travelingwiththemouse.com, There's a little button there now that has her name, her info on it. It goes directly to her Facebook page. She's also affiliated with MickeyVacations.com, which is an affiliate of Academy Travel. So you can go to our website and find her there, or you can go to Facebook. Her Facebook page is at Jill Dilbeck Academy Travel. She can help guide you through all this craziness, just like uh, we're trying to do but she can book it for you.
2: The benefit of a Disney travel agent, as I understand it, is they're not extra. You know, you're really just, you're really just taking a little, a few, a few dollars out of Chapek's wallet and putting it into uh, a travel agent's wallet and and you're getting a benefit out of it. You know?
1: That's true. If you really want to stick it to Chapek, Disney pays the commission to the travel agency. So if you're booking directly through Disney, Disney gets that commission. So, there you have it but again it doesn't cost you a dime more than what you would pay Disney and you get a dedicated uh, travel agent to help you navigate through all this stuff so
2: it's a win-win win right yeah well we, we should probably it. start using it because I keep sending all of this time just checking yeah. hotel deals and and I, it would just be so much easier um, yeah, and so I think for like you. uh for like some of our trips we need to start going through Jill because it's going to be yeah, I, agree. I don't, I don't really have really. time to uh, just spend click and refresh every other day uh, to figure out hey is there a deal up is it a pass holder deal is it not I mean that's yeah. that's what they do for you
1: that is the beauty of a travel agent they will find the best deal for you get it book it they'll give you advice on dining things like that if you need help with
2: those kind of things yeah book them for you
0: you don't have to check it constantly for yourself.
2: I thought Disney was trying to sell us a uh, travel agent named uh, Genie, but he—he he <laughs> seems pretty. Uh, yeah, it seems more in Disney's favor than our favor. So, right. uh, the Genie service, at least.
1: I've seen a lot of people point out the fact that in the movie, of course, Genie grants you three wishes, but in here, you have to pay if you want to get any, like. <laughs> You can get the recommended stuff that you can already do yourself for free, or you can pay extra to get the other two wishes, I guess.
0: I can say, wasn't wasn't uh, Genie a better title for the old FastPass system? Because you got three to start the day. You got three, three for free, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> that would have been better. That would have been a right? better title you from previous. Right. But now it's one <laughs> at
1: a time. I wonder what would happen too. I, I can't wait to see it actually, because I want to do like, hey, Jeannie, I want to do everything, tick, tick, tick. <laughs> check everything, and then see what it tells you.
0: Yeah, go to the teacup. I, I am. I, I there's a part of me that's a little excited to see how this flows. For like, want to, I want to get my hands on it personally, just to see, you know, yeah, how it works. It'll that's be interesting. Know. So th- I do like that part. Of course, I'm a person that likes change. I guess so. Until I find out it's a bad change. Hopefully, I won't find that out, but it's, it's not starting off on the right foot.
2: It is. It's so, not the way it is right now. They're going to have to tweak it several times over.
0: Uh, well, sure. uh, you know, as I've mentioned on here before, too, I was actually at Disney whenever they were doing the FastPass Plus rollout, and there were people complaining about it then. And yeah, people it was going to be a it, good thing. I didn't know how to
1: use it, but not yeah.
0: Yeah. There's always going to be, you know, people that don't that complain about everything, no matter what it is. But um, well, I do, I do remember this. That was 2013, and I was not alone in that guest services line by a long shot. Matter of fact, I wasted a good yeah. bit of my day being in that guest yeah. services line. So I was not the only person having an issue. I remember uh, when they were, they were doing that.
1: Being there in 2014, and I could only pick three, and then after we used those three, we couldn't pick any more seemingly (laughs) that was before they rolled that out it was april of 2014 and then it was maybe a month or two later where they let you do an additional one each you know after you use those three
0: after you use this yeah yeah but when i was
1: there i couldn't do it and (laughs) shows you how long it had been since i was there i had a philhar magic fast pass because i didn't know at the time i was like oh this is popular let me grab that one Just so we can get in without having to wait.
0: I think one of my first three I got at MK was, uh, I think Mermaid was among them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. just. (laughs) Uh,
0: I think the other two were at least
1: decent rides, but I can't remember.
0: All right. You know, last week we happened to mention how Monorail Orange had a power fail, where Silver decided to join in. He didn't want to be upstaged by Monorail Orange, and it had a power failure.
1: So with all these Skyliner things that happened, the Monorail had to say, hold my beer. Exactly. So now it's taken its all place. All the here.
2: Skyliner things? I, I don't know. It there I, was a, a few. A handful. A handful.
1: There was a few crashes over the last month or two. A few months.
0: Oh, by the way, the, the Tune In Lounge. I mean, this might be a good thing. <laughs> is it, it back? It is, but it's just for drinks. Like there's no food being served there, oh. interestingly enough. I mean, there's no seating either. It's just like walk up and get a drink. <laughs> it's pretty much what okay. it is right now. I don't know what there's no seating at the bar there, God. so it's like drinks to go no... is at the tune in lounge so I, I I don't know. nothing
1: can be baseline at this point at Hollywood Studios.
0: I guess what they figured there is they were trying to maximize profit if they're going to open it at all. Because think about it. I mean, yeah.
1: just sell booze.
2: Shoot, just go to the yeah. cart outside <laughs> of the stunt
1: show. Isn't there a stand outside of the stunt show that sells cocktails? Why wouldn't you just I don't go know there? if they've
2: opened that since COVID, though.
0: I thought it was open. Well, maybe not. At Hollywood Studios, isn't there like, I don't know, a place to get a drink like every five feet or something at this point? I mean, kind <laughs> <of. I'm very laughs> some are way better than others, though. Like the trash can theory that Walt had? <laughs> How many feet apart was it? I mean,
2: I mean basically, if, if you go down Sunset Boulevard, you can ride a few good rides, but don't eat or drink anything down that way. No, not really. The whole area, that market area is terrible. Just go
1: to Baseline. That's the only thing that's good there.
2: The new ABC commissary is good on the food. I will give them that. Woody's drink, Lunchbox so. is, is fine for breakfast. Yeah. I think it's a good breakfast. Okay. And we talked about Ronto Wraps being good at... Uh, that's true. But overall, though... And that's that's about it. I mean, there's more choices at Hollywood Studios than there are at Magic Kingdom that are good. So. Well, okay, of course. You can actually get drinks outside. Yeah, but like food-wise, too, on a quick-service basis. I mean, we're, yeah. we're talking quick-service at Magic Kingdom. You're like, well, do you want Columbia Harbor House or... Or do you just want to starve? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no.
1: Pecos Bills is okay. Uh, I saw
2: some of the, oh, the stuff thinking. they have at the uh, they reopened Tortuga Tavern. Uh, um, it might be an option.
1: It used to be pretty good. They used to have a good cold pork sandwich, and what else? They, they had a couple other things that were decent,
2: yeah, because they redid the menu right before everything, you know,
1: it shut down, yeah,
2: yeah. It, it got better because before, at one point, it was just like you get a turkey leg and that's it.
0: Yeah. All right. So biometric scans are back. So, how do yeah, we feel well, about that? Do we care and why? Like, <laughs> do why they, they have back? like a hand?
1: I guess because COVID isn't easily transmitted via this anymore.
0: I mean, is that, it's mostly well, airborne, is what we've discovered. Yeah. I guess it's because of what we discovered. That's the only thing I can so, figure. Although, there's other things you can get from it. So, I mean, I, there's always I'd the case. Still, <laughs>
1: I'd still want to like sanitize my hands after I touch the thing, but. Unless I'm first in that day,
0: <laughs> I just, if they went so long without doing it, though, I just understand. I don't understand. Is there some there's some reason why they wanted to bring that back?
2: I mean, it's it's an extra system to keep yeah. you from using someone else's ticket, I guess. All
1: right, because you could have borrowed somebody's annual pass or something and gotten in that way. I don't know.
0: I just had this whole. You remember the Demolition Man movie kind of picture where he like the retina scan where he <laughs> plucks out his eyeball. <laughs> To, to get in there Right. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to that length with fingers maybe
1: they'll do retina scans eventually by the way this is off topic okay, well go ahead I, it just popped into my head I saw this thing I didn't realize it was a thing but if you go to Galaxy's Edge at the Droid Depot have you seen the the gift card you can buy it's no. like a metal <laughs> it's like a metal gift card that has the Black Spire Outpost logo on it oh and it's, you can use it anywhere. You have to put a minimum of $100 on it because it's like a giant metal thing. But I'm like, I would I would totally do that. I forgot <laughs> what they called it. It's like a Black Spire token or something. I can't think of what it's called. But you, you buy it at Droid Depot.
0: You're going to say, we're over here talking about, oh, Disney's just tar- charging too much for anything. <laughs> metal gift card?
1: I'm in. But it looks
0: awesome. It's like a
1: big metal <laughs> coin almost. It's like but you can use it anywhere but like if you want to you use it at the food and wine festival you can show up with your
0: whatever it's called you okay know. so here right quick speaking of star wars something i kind of forgotten about did you guys happen to look at that picture of the over overhead or like the sky view of the hotel the star cruiser yeah 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 by reconstruct yeah.
1: i've seen several pictures yeah
0: i was expecting it to look a little more like a star cruiser <laughs> Well, if you look at it,
1: like, if you reverse the image, like, you can kind of see the shape of what it sort of looks like.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not buying it. You thought it would
1: actually be themed to the Star Cruiser when you don't actually ever see it outside?
0: Well, yeah, the way that the, um, the the way, in some way, because the way that it was outlined and everything, I was expecting to see it look like an actual Star Cruiser. I was wanting this is supposed to be immersive, man.
1: Well, the point is when you drive up, you're never going to see it. You're never going to see the actual building. They hide it with that little berm and then the entry area. And then you're supposed to go to like a shuttle, right? When you get to the lobby, you go in like an elevator and you go up to the... So you're not ever... The ship isn't even... You don't just walk onto the ship.
0: You know, the part right there at the back that I assume are the rooms looks just like... um like the uh, suites at uh, Art of Animation, yeah. that style. Yeah, it looks like a uh, Hampton Inn or
1: something from the back there. but
0: I don't know. I guess maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I was expecting it to look a little more like an actual Star Cruiser.
2: What do you talk about? Have you not been to Epcot recently and seen the barges and the, the fountains? Like, It's not going to look good, folks.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah. But on the outside, it's like the least themed resort ever is my thinking. <laughs>
2: But you're never <laughs> oh, going outside. There's no windows. You don't go right. outside.
0: You're in a prison because you're not allowed to go outside. Your outdoor time is your excursion to Batu. Right. Uh, okay. That's another one that I guess the jury will be out until we see to what level the
1: immersiveness runs. What happens like maybe those free magic bands they give you are like shock collar things. And if you venture outside of Batu, they, bzz, if you try to go to baseline, tap house, you have now exited Batu. You will be stunned.
0: stunned <laughs> They'll send to... the stormtroopers after you. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: You cannot leave Batu. This is your mandatory fun hour. You will enjoy
0: it. Maybe I'm speaking for just myself here, but has any of this made you like look a little harder at, at least for the stay, anyway, at someone like Universal or somewhere no. else? <laughs> no. Nope. not at all? Nope.
2: It is. Yeah. Uh, it is. I have seen some folks post some pretty nice stuff from, like, a couple of the Universal Resorts. I love
1: the theme of Cabana Bay, I'll say that. Right, That
2: That is the thing, is I would consider maybe sometime just trying Cabana Bay out, because I think my son would really enjoy Cabana Bay. It is cool. I don't know. (laughs) Your dollar goes further there by a lot. Yeah. Yes. And,
0: I mean, let's be honest. Two years ago, right, when Hagrid's opened... And they had the long waits and everything. And and then Galaxy's Edge comes along, and it's running well. Rise of the Resistance, obviously, is heads and tails above Hagrid's, seemingly, right? I mean, I guess they're not really the same. They're not really a fair comparison of each other. But because they're released so close together, was yeah. the answer. They consider them like the answer. So right now, what we have is this time around, we have one that is getting great reviews and Velocicoaster. And we're gonna have a copycat that's gonna be the next thing that opens for Disney. Right. Yeah. It's
1: still cool though.
0: It will.
2: Yeah.
0: And you can't write it unless you've been
1: to Shanghai. So
2: I have a Unlikely. feeling that somehow Universal is going to squander this sense. this sort of like ground they're gaining on Disney somehow. Like they're they're gaining ground. They have a big opportunity here to pounce because they definitely have the the budget better off there but they'll somehow screw and it And
0: Super up. Nintendo Land's coming up?
2: Yeah, I believe that when I see it. I mean Epic Universe Super Nintendo Land. I think Universal's going to delay those quite a bit so.
0: Well, I think they were still shooting for what was it, 24, 25 for it to be completed. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah.
1: They should try to market it against Disney's price stuff. They they should
0: try to use well, that all- as They've always been a little bit cheaper, but I think the gap is right now is that's true the, the largest are, it's ever been. Yeah. they're Well, right. They, they were pretty darn close, uh, pre pandemic. Yeah. And what you get um, for it. But I was just curious. Cause you know, obviously if I go there, I would still do something Disney related, but that's just kind of how it's been for the most part. Like if I go to do one other park, I've usually included Disney in some way. Or for example, when we went to Legoland, I at least stayed at, uh, Mermaid oh, yeah, for a couple, it. yeah.
2: I mean, the thing is, is SeaWorld's looking like a, a decent deal these days over there. They're not too expensive at all. Gatorland. They're
0: actually... SeaWorld oh, yeah. is actually... Have you seen SeaWorld's latest app? No. no. Go check it out. They really put some time into that one and really were thinking like a guest whenever they released that. They're actually looking pretty good right now. And they're, None of this stuff is obviously in the same league as Disney right now, but people will look at these things as... Maybe alternatives because they can afford them. For one thing, <laughs> yeah.
2: I heard. A, I heard from which I don't remember which thing. It might have been the Disney Dish. It might have been one of the videos I watched where the internal term at Disney is they're trying to attract the income qualified guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that was the term it's their to. PR term for rich folk,
1: basically, yeah, uh, pretty much. And I know Chapek yes. keeps keeps talking about increasing yield on his earnings calls like that's their, that's his primary
0: thing is trying to increase the yield from guest yield each guest we mm-hmm. we've seen it over the years all 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 some people here when they hear this stuff is like oh well maybe it's going to detract some people and so we should go <laughs> right i know it's like so then all just they do a whole is end up going of- broke of- <laughs> yeah all they do is end up going broke trying to go when no one else is going <laughs> That's pretty much yeah.
2: what happens. Right now, I'm working on uh, building a new house and all that. And I'm surprised the, the mortgage company that I'm applying to hasn't asked me if I have a Disney trip planned. Because I feel like that's something you need to report <laughs> at this point. When you're applying for a mortgage. You're like, yeah, you, you have no hits on your credit. But uh, do you have any uh, Disney trips planned uh, in the near future?
1: All right. I haven't done their research on you. This is
2: going to factor
0: into whether or not you're a foreclosure risk. <laughs> got, got any VIP tours booked?
2: Did you see, though, that the VIP tour went up in price? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, on top of that. Yeah, of course. Everything's up. Yeah. The top end is now $850 an hour. Golly.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Per,
2: that's per hour, by the
0: way, folks. Yeah, hour. Just in case. You're thinking, like, 850 mm-hmm. That's not too bad. No, that's per hour. <laughs> Yeah, not for the day like Six Flags would be. (laughs) We
2: got in before, you know. We'll be able to tell our kids we did it when, well before, you know. Look at how cheap we got it.
0: Right, like you can do you can do six Six Flags VIP tours for one hour of Disney.
2: (laughs) So the minimum booking is seven hours. So uh, now the new price on like a busy day is five thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars plus. You're going to have to tip. So, say you tip twenty percent. Uh, that's seven thousand one hundred and forty dollars.
1: Well, that's almost what you would have to pay to do two nights at the Star Cruiser. So,
2: or to take a, a t- it's almost what you need to take. You know, a, a big party to the Christmas party. Yeah, the so, Christmas, you know, Christmas day, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so you got to pick and choose. Wow. All
0: right. Well. I guess we could say on the bright side, maybe some of this stuff won't be as bad. Maybe it won't last, but you know what? Like I said, as history has proven whenever Disney does increase something, people complain about it, but then they it pay sticks.
2: it. And it sticks. Well, I mean, the biggest thing that we can hope for is that Universal actually has some success because competition would drive Disney. Like, if they really are losing folks because Universal is a better bang for the buck and a better guest experience, then they're going to have to invest to get people back. But I think right. right now they're like, people will pay whatever it is. They want to come. They've been cooped up. Doesn't matter. You know, right. they, they aren't feeling, I think the competition yet, but if that, if universal really does gain some ground on them, that might actually be the best thing for it.
1: Yeah. It I think they also think the fiftieth anniversary bought them 18 months of they can do whatever they want because the people are just going to come.
0: Well, they're all, they're not far from wrong. Yeah, that doesn't appear. I mean, like right now, the one thing that they're probably haven't factored in is how many people are changing their mind about going due to COVID. Yeah,
1: it seems to be a pretty big effect right now.
2: But I mean, how many people are going to show up because Club Pool's reopening? I mean, I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing.
0: Well, I know. I mean, I know it's making me think about it.
1: In actuality, though, we've seen this firsthand, the, the trip that we're going on. I, there were no availability for Grandestino, for uh, Pop Century under the discount, but yet we both were able to get our nice, hotel yeah. switched to...
2: Yeah, I, I started off at All-Stars Rack Rate. Yeah. And I'm now on a 25% discount room Pop Century for right. a cheaper price than the Rack Rate uh, there. And yeah, yeah. if you really wanted to go get a deal, I think there are... Grandestino hotwire deals right now for that weekend uh, yeah. too. If you like, there like yeah, yeah, that's,
1: they're, that's, yeah, it wasn't available when I looked before, but I guess now things are opening up. It seems so. Maybe I should relook really at that, but but it's still three hundred dollars less than I was going to pay for this Art of Animation suite that we had to get. So.
2: Now I I, I checked today I, I don't I, I should check again but right now they are only offering the twenty five percent off rooms in September they haven't added any passholder rates
1: yeah if they added that it would be an extra five percent you would think but anyway it just, just I mean that just proves the point that think people are canceling unless they're adding new no it's cancellations so yeah it's definitely
0: well let's let's see depending on how bad it gets they may have to discount more. Maybe they'll have a coupon day or something.
1: Right. One day.
0: I, tell you, I guarantee you, watch, you're not going to really find too many good deals after October 1st still, no matter what. <laughs> not at the moment. No, again,
1: they're I'm banking on it being
0: busy. Yeah. Well, they are not wrong. I mean, they're, no one's canceling that one still. I think some people are holding on to it just in case. They're yeah. not canceling that one as much as they were the prior two. Doesn't appear to be. So the people who were going to try to go and say, oh, it's going to be slower then because it's before the 50th. And now they're like, well, COVID's plentiful again. Uh, well, maybe we should change our mind. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing.
1: Speaking of COVID, though, did you guys see that story about Tokyo is like shutting down their rides until like the really? afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, until later. Low That's crowds.
0: Right. Yeah, I did see that.
1: Yeah. So I mean again it's affecting it's it's having an effect. Yeah. Um, Well I mean whether they want to admit it or
0: not. Anytime you look at Florida and Oh my gosh, yeah. Today was like Touring plans. Yeah. If you look at the numbers for Disney, like the number yeah, but if you look at the numbers for Disney as far as like the crowd levels. Down um, to ones and twos probably. Oh yeah, in some cases there's ones that's just, well, that's unheard of. Even for, I mean, I know August is slower now than that's unheard of for August still. Yeah, for it to have ones in it. So Florida
1: keeps setting records on the number of COVID cases in a single day. So right. we, I
0: don't guess they've peaked yet. So Let's I saw see. a video of Tim Tracker when he did the Peppa Pig Hard Hat Tour, and then yeah. he went to regular Legoland, and there was like nobody there, and I was like, you sorry. <laughs> Sugar, because i didn't get that because you had to wait in line for like two hours for something exactly what was it that you waited for for two hours two hours the battle of bricksburg ah uh, that one yeah yeah yes and it was posted yeah. i don't know something like 35 minutes yikes yeah that's yeah. bad that's bad and if you remember from my trip report, whenever we got out, I went back around to look and it still said 35 minutes. And I told people, I told several people when we were getting our stroller, I was like, that's a lie. Okay. Just so you know, I'm letting you know what you're getting into. We waited okay. two hours just to get on this thing. So uh, I don't know if you're going to get any better anywhere else around here right now from the looks of things, but that's not anywhere close to what the wait time was. So
1: crazy
0: but all right well i think we've uh, managed to stretch this one out long enough to our usual time you can find us as always on facebook twitter and instagram that is all at twtm podcast we have a spreadshirt store in which you can buy your exclusive rafts or a ride shirt at dot shop.spreadshirt.com slash twtm podcast and we also have a youtube channel which i'm hoping to add a little bit more new content to there very soon
1: and you can visit our website, which is travelingwiththemouse.com. You can find links to all that and more, including our travel agent who is ready, willing, and able to book your Disney travels. So look for it there. And you can email us as well, podcast at
0: travelingwiththemouse.com. So for Adam, Jason, my name is... As <laughs> so like I said, Adam, Jason. For Adam and Jason, my name is John. Uh, This has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip.
2: JPEG.
1: Steakhouse. JPEG JPEG Steakhouse.
0: Fuzzy Wednesday. It grows the economy. It grows grows Disney's economy. It hurts nobody.